Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, November 16th. US equity futures erased gains as a rocket strike inside the Polish border kept investors jittery about the prospect for escalation in the Russia-Ukraine war. Bloomberg reports that contracts on the S&P 500 and Nasdaq 100 were little changed after rising as much as 0.4%, while a European equity benchmark extended a loss to 0.7%. Treasury yields rose after US President Joe Biden told allies that the explosion Tuesday night in Poland was caused by Ukrainian air defences and unlikely to have been fired by Russia. The comments soothed fears of an immediate spillover from the conflict, knocking the yen and dollar lower as demand for safe haven assets gradually faded, while benchmark Treasury yields also crept higher. A 0.1% decline in Canada's national home price in October may not be the news homeowners and real estate investors want to see, but there are some positive signs for the housing market. While prices have been falling for some months, last month's decline was the smallest since June and is not necessarily surprising for economists. The non-seasonally adjusted aggregate composite MLS HPI edged down 0.8% on a year-over-year basis in October. Inflationary pressures on budgets and rising interest rates have made buying a home more difficult this year, but Scotiabank says the smaller price decline last month could tempt buyers off the sidelines. The data, published Tuesday by the Canadian Real Estate Association, shows a rise in home sales of 1.3% nationally. This was small but is significant as the first increase since February. The Greater Vancouver market posted a 6% sales gain, while activity was down 2.4% in Montreal, but 60% of local markets saw increases. Scotiabank's economists say the latest figures are in line with expectations of a moderating pace of correction, followed by an eventual uptick in demand. Canadians' ability to make their own economic decisions about what to buy, where to work and whether to start a business has taken a hit in recent years. An annual report from the Fraser Institute shows that for the first time ever, all Canadian provinces rank in the bottom half of its economic freedom of North America rankings. The report analyses government spending, taxation and labour market restrictions using data from 2020, the latest year of available comparable data, and includes all Canadian provinces, US states and Mexican states. Alberta previously spent multiple years at the top of the rankings but has now slumped to 47th just ahead of BC and followed by Ontario, Saskatchewan, Manitoba and Quebec. Apart from the Mexican states, the four Atlantic Canada provinces rank at the bottom of the list. Topping the rankings is New Hampshire followed by Florida, Utah, Idaho and South Carolina. While Canadians are facing increased risks to their financial stability in retirement, a new report from Fidelity Investments finds that those who have written financial plans feel more prepared for retirement than those who don't, financially, socially, physically and emotionally. The report highlighted five major risks to maintaining a lifetime source of retirement income, longevity, withdrawal risk, asset allocation, inflation and healthcare expenses. This year's analysis paid increased attention to inflation and the growing cost of living, offering insights into how these factors affect the timing of Canadian retirement plans. Focused on Canadians who are approaching or have reached retirement, it also touches on how these individuals deal with leaving the workforce and adjust to new routines in their post-work life. Compared to last year, the proportion of pre-retirees who said they felt prepared financially, socially, physically and emotionally for retirement has decreased. 
According to Fidelity, the percentage of near retirees who ascribed moderate to high risk for each of the five key risk categories has risen since the last time it asked about them in 2014. Pre-retirees who have a documented financial plan are more likely to feel prepared financially for retirement, 83% versus 47% of those without one. But concerningly, just 23% of pre-retirees reported having a documented financial plan. Among those who did, 83% developed their plans in collaboration with a financial advisor. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, will new CPI numbers show immaculate disinflation with price drops? Why the post-recession era could ring in shorter, sharper, more volatile cycles? And debt and inflation dampen Canadians' holiday spirit. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.